Welcome to BioTalk. My name is Jeff Meyerson, CEO and co-founder of Locust Walk, and you are listening to BioTalk, our new podcast for biotech dealmakers. Our first biotech podcast is focused on Locust Walk's 2022 year in review market conditions, which was released the first day of JP Morgan and rapidly accumulated over 500 downloads. Each quarter, Locust Walk's deal team compiles key statistics and trends showcasing what is happening in the global private and public capital markets and strategic partnering and M&A activity. We wanted to share some insights into the report and discuss key trends, opportunities, and predictions for the industry in 2023. To download this report, please go to locustwalk.com and go to our insights page. As always, Locust Walk is happy to speak with you further if you have any questions about our views or if we can be helpful to guide your organization through the current market environment. To start off, it's important to review recent history to provide context for the path ahead. The industry became a victim of its own success. Easy monetary policy with 0% and even negative interest rates in the US and major economies, coupled with the success of COVID vaccine development and the intense focus on the biopharma industry to save the world led to a massive wave of biopharma fundraising and industry expansion. Starting February 2021, a mere two months after the first COVID vaccine approval, the balloon started to deflate with the gradual decline in the XBI and gradual reduction in financings, although still occurring at a frenetic pace. In retrospect, it's fascinating to me that the public market was declining, yet the volume remained amazingly high for crossovers, IPOs, and follow-ons. During the 2020 and 2021 boom and from before COVID, our view is that way too many companies were created, too much private capital was invested, and too many companies went public, leading to an explosion in number of publicly traded biotechs. 2022 was the perfect storm of events occurring all at once, leading to the first time in memory where macro-political and macroeconomics took over control of the industry direction. Over these 12 months, the continued aftershocks from COVID and the industry resetting because of too much company supply and too little capital availability created an accelerating negativity to the environment. The Fed hiked rates from zero to four and a quarter percent through the course of 2022 in response to the fastest inflation in 40 years, which led to a risk off environment from investors. In 2022, the XBI fell 25% on the year and is down 48% since its February 19th, 2021 high. IPO issuances stood at only nine companies compared to a staggering 92 in 2021, a reduction of 90%. Companies, both public and private, have been forced to prioritize their portfolios, focusing on their most advanced viable assets and unfortunately downsize their teams. A consequence of this contraction in pipelines and employment is greater capital efficiency and return on investment on a go-forward basis. While we have seen some large M&A and high-value strategic partnerships this year, on an aggregate level, by deal value, M&A has been below historical levels and nowhere near the flood of activity that was anticipated in January 2022. Interestingly, we're seeing an emerging strategic valley of death. Page 18 from the Locust Walk report shows that we had 76% of license deals for discovery slash preclinical compared to just 49% in 2021 for the same stage. 
Page 22 from the Locust Walk report shows that 65% of M&A deals were commercial stage, up from 50% in 2021. By comparison, 30% of M&A deals in 21 were phase two and earlier, and only 24% of 2022 M&A deals had a similar stage. Thus, the ability to secure a license or M&A between late preclinical and phase two proof of concept is increasingly more challenging. Couple this with a tighter financing market moving later stage will lead to a shift in 2023, which we'll discuss. With all this review from the 22 report and this backdrop, let's discuss key trends for biotech management teams to monitor. Inflationary pressures led to rapid and sustained interest rate hikes in 2022, which disproportionately affected growth sectors like biotech as the cost of capital increased. The expectation of the Fed to continue rate hikes though at less aggressive increases and maintain elevated rates through 23 and potentially into 2024 will likely prevent significant generalist capital from entering the early stage biotech space. If anything, generalists might consider dipping their toes back into the biotech waters, but at later stages of development. This likely will skew private and public financing's later stage in 2023. The next macroeconomic trend to consider is the political environment. A divided Congress is unlikely to result in additional legislative disruption to biotech over the next two years. However, the impact of the IRA will start being felt in how companies make decisions despite the actual price negotiations still being three years away. FTC headwinds against pharma mergers may continue to impact M&A deal volume in 23 that was widely anticipated in 22. Additionally, CFIUS pressures have the potential to impact cross-border deals between the U.S. and China as we are hearing increasing noise on this front. So where does this leave our views on the market in 2023? The markets have likely priced in the initial shock of 2022's macroeconomic deterioration and expectations moving forward are already more modest. We do not expect the XBI to get materially worse than it is starting the year, but we also do not expect to dramatically improve. We believe a dramatic recovery would require additional generalist capital, which we've previously discussed. We hope to see signals of recovery in the first half of 23 with a few IPOs of the strongest companies, but advise our clients to prepare for a modest recovery this year at best. An improvement in the XBI also does not necessarily translate into better financeability of private or early stage biotech companies. More advanced companies will likely have increasingly better access to capital as the year progresses and larger investors search for growth. In short, the financing market has some ways to go to fully heal and for the IPO and follow on windows to really reopen beyond just for the strongest companies with the best syndicates with material insider participation. The financing crisis is, however, creating opportunities for buyers to pursue strategic partnerships and M&A on great terms. So the second theme we're gonna talk about is access to capital remaining limited. Completing public or private financings will be feasible, but challenging and will take longer to close. Public investors will be open to the companies that have either extraordinary groundbreaking science or clinically de-risked assets with a clear path to approval. That market will likely continue to thaw as 23 progresses. 
the bar for private investors to deploy dry powder to new investments will remain high as they both focus on shoring up their portfolio companies' finances and seek to extend the life of their current funds as fundraising for their own venture funds faces limited partner challenges. Insider support for both public and private financings will be critical from well-known life science investors. Companies without such investors will likely struggle to raise capital and should consider additional strategic options. The third theme is that clinical data rules all. Meaningful clinical data, or at a minimum line of sight to a near-term readout, will be rewarded by investors and strategics alike. Those with it will have easier access to private and public capital. Those without it should prioritize decisions that extend runway, allowing development programs to achieve clinical proof of concept and seek strategic alternatives to access additional dilutive or non-dilutive capital. VCs are likely to shift even further away from early science stories towards companies in the clinic where they can potentially achieve a strategic exit without relying on an IPO, something not frequently discussed right now. The fourth theme is strategic deal interest is going to continue to shift. Deal-making trends that began in 2022 continue in 2023 with early-stage licensing for discovery through early preclinical programs and platforms taking increased prominence while M&A continues to move towards Phase 3 or approved products. The new valley of death of late preclinical through Phase 2 programs will carry too much risk to attract serious strategic interest from the biggest companies due to their focus on filling the gap caused by loss of exclusivity of some big programs. Signals of efficacy in Phase 1b studies will no longer serve as clinical POC and many strategics will seek clinically meaningful data from larger Phase 2 or Phase 3 trials. Need to plan accordingly. So. While we believe the market will recover gradually in 2023, it will not be an abrupt change like we saw during the early days of the pandemic, where the market turned within a one-month time frame. Some things to watch for related to the improving market are as follows. So we've talked historically about the three barometers of success. We still believe those three signals to show we are close to the other side of the market malaise are still, one, a reduction to less than 50 which is double the pre-pandemic average of companies trading below cash. Two, a contraction in the number of small or mid-cap biotechs via selling, merging, or unfortunately going out of business. What that means is that there'd be capital reallocation and consolidation in our industry. And third, the US Federal Reserve stops interest rate hikes or injects more liquidity. The other thing to look out for as a sign for a recovery is the return of high-profile M&A. An increase and more consistent stream of $1 billion plus acquisitions with healthy premiums can restore investor confidence that biotech exits with attractive returns on investment are feasible and reinvigorate investor interest. This would be even more meaningful if the deals start to materialize at phase two or earlier rather than the drumbeat of commercial stage acquisitions. What that does is that would allow investors to get earlier exits from their investments rather than having to take the opportunities as far into the clinic. So what do I do with all this information? What would we recommend? Well, we have two core suggestions to consider. Proactivity is required. Management teams that successfully navigate this market will be proactive in finding creative financing and strategic deals with non-dilutive capital to keep priority development timelines on track. 
This is a historically challenging market and you cannot expect to operate on the same timelines and strategies with the same resources that worked in 2015 to 2020 and when. Many companies have already got this message, but not all have received the signal. The second suggestion is really about optionality being critical. Looking beyond typical deal processes and thinking about parallel tracking, strategic options, financing options, and if you're a small public or a private company, strategic mergers that can create competitive tension leading to better deal values. This provides optionality to management teams to select the best path forward. Dual or even triple track processes are recommended as they can catalyze transactions that previously would not have been pursued, but we would expect to become more commonplace in this market. Effectively, things like financing processes leading to an investor-driven merger with another portfolio company. So that's all we got for this episode. I want to thank everyone for listening to first episode of Biotalk. Please let us know what you thought. And of course, we're open to suggestions for both potential topics as well as feedback on how we can improve for future episodes. We look forward to a productive dialogue and hope you tune in to our next podcast. Please share this with all of your friends and colleagues so we can grow the audience. This is Jeff Meyerson for Biotalk signing off.